We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, Bulls Nation? Welcome to CHGO Bulls Post Game, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download their app. Be sure to use promo code CHGO when you sign up. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. My guy Big Dave is out. Bow! Yeah. B-A-W-L Sports. Our pal producer, Joey Spath, is rocking the controls. Follow him, too. He's at Joey Spath. We are CHGO underscore Bulls. Our guy, Will to Go Gottlieb, will join us later on post game from the United Center. To get his thoughts on tonight's loss. 125-122. Bulls fall to the Pacers. That's the final. The Bulls also now lose the head-to-head matchup. Tiebreaker 3-1 to against the Pacers. They also just fell behind the Pacers in the Eastern Conference standings. The Bulls now sit in 12th. Welcome to reality, Bulls Nation. Whoop, there goes gravity. Here we are. Rabbits puking up the spaghetti already. Oh, <laughs> my God. Mom's spaghetti all I, over your shirt. For the record, I'm now stating that I hope the Bulls lose their remaining 17 games. Mm. All 17 of them. Mm. You can't beat the Pacers? Can't beat the Pacers? Can't beat the Pacers. At, at, at least the script was different. Instead of coughing up a big lead and losing, right. the Bulls came from behind in the fourth quarter, and then yeah. it was back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, and then they lost. Yeah. But it's still another fucking L. Another. Gone. There's a hat on the floor. Give me that top four pick. This team does not deserve... To not only go to the playoff, they don't deserve to be in the play-in for crying out loud. This team sucks. This is some Y'all bullshit. suck. Yeah. I'm sick of watching suck <laughs> on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. I spent my Sunday afternoon doing that shit. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm done. Yep. Tank, 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 tank. Not mad at you for any of your feelings right now. Complete bull of the shit is what we just looked at right there. Uh, this was a game you had to win. This was a goddamn game you had to win because you know what the hell is coming Wednesday. You know what the hell was on the way. Nuggies. You just saw what the Wizards did, and you're like, well, dude, you're a game and a half back. Maybe Thanks, you win Joe. this, you're a game back. And you know, I just, what I read, I read you, what, they got three games between now and Wednesday is what the Wizards got. They got three games between now and Wednesday. One of those games they might win, for sure, against the Pistons. But the other two are going to be tougher. But who knows? Because the way they're playing, they might get the goddamn victory. But I know who was supposed to get the victory and control their own damn destiny is the Chicago Bulls against the Indy and the Pacers at home. You at the crib. Zach Levine, I apologize to you, sir. You did everything you were supposed to do tonight. This is exactly what this team, what you're supposed to do to get yourself a W and a victory for the team. They said, no, we're not going to do that for you. Points off of turnovers, 24 to 14. Pacers way. Offensive rebounds, 13 to 4. Pacers way. Come on, dude. This is trash. This is atrocities. How about the assists? 27 to 18. <laughs> 18? 
Oh my god. The Bulls the The Bulls took 25 free throws. 25 to hit, their 16. Hit 22 of those 25. But, but it's the fact you got there. We've been yelling about them not getting goddamn free throws. You got there 25 times and hit 22. Great. They got their 16. And you still took that L. How about the 10 of 22 from the three-point line? 45%. 16 of 44. 44 they is what they came at you with. as many threes as we did. Doubled up on 20, your punk ass. 22 for the Bulls, 44 for the Pacers. Doubled up on your punk ass is what they did for you, they man. They also took 20 more total shots than the Bulls. This. If you're trying to figure out how the Bulls can shoot 60% as a team from the field, can shoot 45% from three and hit 88% of their 25 free throws and still lose, mm. it's because you let the other team take 20 more total shots than you did. I don't know what this ended up as, but I do know going into the fourth quarter, second chance points were 14 to zero. I don't know what the, if the Bulls ended up with any, but I do know the Pacers finished with 20. Oh, 20 second chance points, just like they let the Suns do on uh, Friday, also gave up 24 more points off their turnovers tonight. Ooh. 44 points surrendered to the Pacers on either second chance opportunities or Bulls turnovers. No, I don't want to see nothing about Vooch and three. I don't want to see shit about three. Did you just hear what he just said? Did you just hear this shit? That's how you lose. Did you hear this? Also, already in case you didn't see it as the play unfolded, because you're blind, Billy just confirmed it. I saw on Twitter. D- play design. Zach, option number one. Yep. Zach was double teamed. He was. Options two slash three were DeMar and Vooch. Uh-huh. Vooch ends up being the one who can get an inbound pass cleanly. Yeah. And as Stacy joked on the broadcast, Bulls have been dealing with that issue all season long. All season long. So, hey, you got it into a guy who can occasionally hit a three. <laughs> Vooch was 0 of 1 from three and then missed that one. Fine. <laughs> the play was to go to Zach, but yeah. you lost well before that shit happened. Yeah, forget the, honestly, forget the last play. Even though I, I told you I thought it should have went to Kobe. But forget the last play. I don't care who it went to, all right? And it, it was done when Tyrese Hurlburton hit a 50-footer, you know what I'm saying, on Patsy Bay. It was done. Even before that, it was done. You did not play well enough to win this basketball game. Zach Levine did. Nobody else did. Nobody played well enough to win this game. They destroyed you on second chance points. Durante! Durante went insane on you. All of those shots wide the hell open. Wide five, open three. Five of eight from three, and somehow he was still open late in the game. <laughs> he was still there. He was still cooking, open. and the Bulls were like, yeah, you can keep shooting if you want. Yeah, yeah. Just trash. It was pure D trash. And when he missed, it's okay. There were three Pacers under the rim getting offensive rebounds. Yeah, just chilling. You know what I mean? It's not like the Pacers are, are killing people on the boards and things like that. But I know what they were getting was goddamn opportunities. They got they killed the Bulls with opportunity. I just told you. He just told you. It was 20 points on second chances from them. 20. That's the game. That's the game. <laughs> Jordan Vance, <Vader. laughs> Swoosh. That's the game. That is the goddamn game. Right there, man. Them second chance points destroyed the Bulls, man. They took everything from you. You had opportunity after opportunity. It's the damn Pacers. You know what I mean? I'm not sitting here talking about a perennial powerhouse. It's the Pacers. You guys were ahead of them. That's who you were ahead of was the Pacers. Playing as bad as you played all season long and being as terrible as it was, you still were ahead of the Pacers. Three to one. They whooped your ass this season. Three to one. It reminded me immediately, Matt, of that eight-game stretch when the Pacers lost eight in the goddamn row. And they played the Bulls and whooped you by like 20. McConnell was talking shit. Come on, man. No, bro. This is unacceptable bullshit right here. I don't like it. And I ain't going to like it. It's bullshit. Nothing worked. And nothing is going to work because, again, once again, we understand roster construction. Terrible. Terrible, mm-hmm. horrible, point blank. I also understand Billy Donovan not putting in the people when I need to see certain people in the game. I understand that as well. I understand offensive rebounding was an atrocity. I understand Andre Drummond couldn't come in the game because he forgot to take out his nose ring. 
He forgot to take out a nose ring. We had to wait before he could get in the game so he could do that shit. That's losing shit. You don't see winning teams doing stuff like that. You don't, and you won't. You never will. See, winning team, you'll never see a player say on a winning team, oh, my God, I forgot to take out my jewelry. You'll never see that happen. That's only on losing teams that that goes down. And it's going down right now. Why do I call them a losing team? Because their record says they are. They're a losing team right now, man. And they and it ain't going to get better. It's just not going to get better. Wednesday is going to get worse. It's going to get way worse for you right there. All you can do right now, Bulls Nation, is hope and pray for Washington to go ahead and hopefully be the Wizards. But guess what? Washington looks good. They're doing their, what, what the hell they're supposed to do. When you're a goddamn team trying to make the playoffs, you're winning games. That's what you do. That's all you got right now is hopes and prayers and wishes. And I freaking hate, as a, even as a man of faith, I hate when all you have to depend on is hopes and wishes. I hate that shit so much. I can't put my finger on something real. When it comes to sport, I have to put it on something real because that will give me the hope and the faith because I can touch it. I can feel it. I can taste it. I can Mm -hmm. see it. Mm -hmm. But not this time now. Now Mm -hmm. I just have to hope on the Wizards. I have to hope for the Wizards to go ahead and lose. Oh, my God, dog. What a horrible, horrible loss. What a horrible situation the Bulls are in right now. Again. You know what? No, I'm done. That's bullshit. That's Phil, bullshit, man. Fill fill one of your hands with hopes and wishes. Fill the other hand with the bullshit defensive <laughs> rebounding. See which one fills up oh, faster. It was so horrible, dog. <laughs> so horrible. And I'm I feel bad for Zach because Zach played well enough to win. He, he did. did. And like I'm sure that some of the Zach, uh, you know, doubters, Zach haters out there in Bulls Nation will point to a travel, a key traveling call late in the game. That I thought was questionable, you definitely disagreed with. Oh, I disagree. And the fact that, you know, he steps up to the line with an opportunity to give the Bulls a lead back yeah. with three free throws, makes the first two, misses the third. Mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't want to say it because I maybe I was like, maybe I'll jinx it. I was like, he's going to hit two of three. Mm-hmm. I, I just felt it. You said, as he stepped up to the line, Zach, you want to be the big-time guy, the star that closes games, wins games, make all three. Get two. Went to. But then again, didn't matter because Halliburton hit a ridiculous shot on the other end. Right. Pacers win anyway. See, you know, they they win by one instead of two uh, if if Zach hits that shot, uh, that final free throw. Joey, give me that one from Eco Bean right there. Wait, he says, <laughs> wait, he's mentioned my name right there. Give me that one right there. You see what he's saying? This is real. I'm rooting for the Wiz. Do you hear what you're saying? This is my point. Look at who you're rooting for. The Wizards. The magic. That's who we're rooting for. That's my point. Hopes and goddamn wishes. This is my point. You're depending on these teams to do something because you're not controlling your own destiny. That's the point I'm out here making, Eco Bean. They're not controlling their own. Period. Point blank. They had a great opportunity this game to control their own destiny, to put themselves in that position. Oh, my God, how many missed opportunities on plays did you see? How many, Matt? How many of them cut into the basket for easy dunks? How many wide-open three-point shots did we sit there and watch where it was miscommunication? Stacey King pointing it out on the broadcast. Nope, this dude's supposed to be here. Nope, he moves it right here. Dude, they killed themselves on that, man. It could be only – and Patrick Beverly's part of that, too. You know what I mean? He miscommunication his whole game for yeah, him. Yeah, he had a terrible game. He had a terrible, terrible basketball terrible game, game, man. Missing all kinds of shit. My point is simple. Yes, IQ, Kyle. I was screaming that during the game. They have a very low IQ. This is why I wanted Terry Taylor to actually be in the game because I was like, well, just give me a higher IQ human being out there on the floor to do something. But my point is this. You're, you're just wishing on the star. Wishing on the star. You're wishing on the star right now, man. Your Rolls Royce out here. Shout out to them because you're out here hoping for the Wizards and Magic, and it's appropriate. You're asking for, for goddamn wishes from wizards and magicians. That is appropriate right now. Because that's who you hoping for stuff from. Go ahead and grant me something, Wizard of Oz. Give me something with your magic, David Blaine. 
That's what you're hoping for right now with this team, man, is that kind of shit. What a horrible position to be in, bro. Horrible position. Not to take away from that delicious Dave rant, but (laughs) I think what Eco Bean was saying is that he wants those teams not to help out the Bulls by being what we expect from them, which is bad, but he wants them to win because he wants the Bulls to fall further down the standings. Again, but that's my point. Either way you asking for it, you're hoping and wishing for those two teams. If you're asking for losses, you're asking Wizards. If you're asking for wins, you're asking Houdini. That's my point of this. It doesn't matter either way. You're still hoping on these two teams, dude. Them two. That's who you're hoping on, dog. That's the point I'm trying to make right here. That's why I was like, put that up. Because, again, you're right. You want them to lose because you want a lower draft pick. The Bulls are doing their job. But now you're rooting for these teams to do something. Them. Them teams, though, they're not better than you, record-wise. They're not better than you, except the Wizards. They're not better than you, dog. But that's who you're hoping on and wishing on, dog. That's where we are right now. We are in the land of Oz. That's where we're at, dog. And goddamn, no heart, no brain, and no courage. That's what we're rolling with right now with this team, dog. It's sad. What a sad loss. It was a sad loss. And that's what makes it depressing, because it was a sad loss. What a shot by Halliburton. What an ignorant... Sexy shot that was. And there was also, like, it maybe had an opportunity to be a pretty epic Bulls win. You know, opponent acknowledged, but you had Zach Levine hitting two huge threes. Uh, one from, you know, uh, the right side of the top of the key, mm-hmm. um, where that guy contested the shot from behind. Zach still drilled it. Mm-hmm. And then the corner three that he hit when they were going back and forth and back and forth. Zach hit those threes, and then... Consecutive possessions late in the fourth. Also, DeMar comes down, gets to his spots, hits a couple middies. Mm. And it was just back and forth dramatic action. You're like, oh my gosh, Zach and DeMar are going to lead the Bulls to a game that they absolutely have to have if they are still even slightly pretending to give a shit about making the playoffs. It could have been that. But Halliburton decided that the script was going to go another way. But again, it's the Bulls put themselves in that position by doing shit to themselves all game long to give Indiana advantage after advantage. They scored damn near 50 points off the bench. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Indiana dropped that on you, dog. 50 off the bench. I believe the Bulls scored 30, if I'm not mistaken, or close to 30 or something like that. Patrick Williams, yeah. you know, with 14. Kobe with 17. But, like, we've this is the fourth time we've played the Pacers. We know that McConnell can score. Right. We know that Duarte can score. Correct. We know that Mathurin, uh, Mathurin, the rookie, can score. Correct. It's just no surprise. It's no surprise. You know you know, Durante will hit a three in your face, especially if you leave him wide the hell open. He will hit him. He's had eight attempts. Eight. I don't remember him being defended on any of the eight attempts is my point, man. Like, oh my God, dog. This, it's just bullshit, bro. It's just bullshit We're sitting here watching this. Whether you want him to win or lose, I don't want him to look like that. Whether you mm. want them to win or lose, I don't want them to look like that. That is the point I'm here with. That's what you're going to always get me upset with because I say it a million times. If you ain't got no effort, I'm going to be pissed. If you don't have no heart on it, I'm going to be pissed, dog. Oh, my God, it was so many mistakes. Just so many mistakes, dog, on, on this team and what they made. The Pacers aren't a better goddamn team than you. They're just not. But the mistakes were less. And yours were more, and this is why I'm sitting here yelling at you. Period, point blank. Because this is trash. Hot trash is what we're looking at, Matt. Rich, Hottest. Rich in the comments said, Dave's hotter than a pizzazz right now. Oh, God, I wish I had a pizzazz. And I can't Ooh, eat cheese. Man. Goddamn, yeah, no pizza for me. Pisses me off even goddamn I mean, more. you could eat cheese. You're no, choosing Matt. not to. Damn right I am, man. Hey, you know I'm a person of my word. I'm a person of my word, Matt. I said it. I'm, I'm just doing say- it. I'm speaking up for all those poor lactose intolerant <laughs> souls out there who truly cannot eat cheese. You can eat cheese and are choosing not to, which I think is a very silly (laughs) choice to make. As you said, I'm weird, and I will take that every day of my life. I'll roll with that, and I won't be eating no damn cheese, but I can still be angry about it because, God damn it, I love a pizzazz, and I'm even more angry about this sitting here watching this team, dog. It's upsetting. It's just Mm. simply upsetting. Honestly, I don't care how you feel either way about the squad, whether you want them to uh, tank, whether you want them to win. I don't care. What I care about is how they look on the floor. 
What I care about is somebody not performing up to the level they're supposed to be performing at. What I care about is the effort you put out on this team, the communication that's supposed to be happening, being late on rotations, not knowing who's supposed to have the ball, the coaching errors, all of this. I don't like none of this shit. It's, this is what the frustration is. This is what the frustration in being upset is about, dog. It's for that kind of stuff. I can take the loss, Matt. I can't take the lack of effort. That shit is upsetting. And the low IQ, oh, my God, the low IQ, oh, good Lord. The low IQ is insane for this team. It is so minimal watching this team out there on the floor trying to communicate and be in the right positions. I don't care if it's the first or the second unit. The IQ is low, bro. It's just simply low on this team. I'm out here clamoring for a rookie to get out there and play. I'm out here clamoring for a dude they got at the deadline. It's Terry Taylor, a 6'4 power forward. It's who I'm clamoring for to just get out here and show me something. This is who I'm after right now, man. Carlick Jones. Oh, right? Carlick Jones. Come on, dude. Look who I want. Look who I'm asking for. That kind of thing, bro. That's who I'm sitting here asking for. It ain't good, bro. This is this this loss sucks. You know bro. what I think might cheer you up, Dave? No. If some people out there in Bulls Nation gave us some likes on the YouTubes, I think that'll that help would, Joey. That would that'll start cheer to cheer up. you up. It would definitely make Joey feel better. And and cheering Joey up wouldn't make me feel better. There, there okay. you go. You're let's, right. Let's You're all right try and you right spin our mood in a better direction with some likes. Okay. While we read you these words from our friends and sponsors. When we okay. come back, we'll get to more of y'all's comments. I've seen a couple people. Two talking about the whole P. Will. Yes, Eco Bean. Halliburton. At least he knows the Pacers. Draft class. Yes. Whoopsie. Well, let's talk a little bit about that, too, after the break. Today's episode of Post Game brought to you guys by our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. Download their app now and do so using promo code CHGO. New customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantaneously. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. The official betting partner of the NBA, our official betting partner at CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Also, don't forget about those incredible DraftKings NBA no sweat same game parlays. Don't you do it. Make your picks, points, boards, assists, over-unders. Throw them all together in one big parlay bet with big odds. Ooh. Doesn't hit? No sweat because you get a bonus bet back. Pow. Incredible deal. Shout out to our DraftKings King of the Game today. It was it Mr. Be? 40 Piece, Zachary Attackery. Man, there it is. So close to having an epic game, a massive fourth quarter yeah. in, a, in a win. Yeah. I, I mean, we Zach was this close to having a true King of the Game kind of stuff. Yeah, he was. But, I mean, and anyone who's who's pointing the finger of blame at Zach to, today, I, I don't know what you're what what no. you're really looking at none of this is on Zach. 13 of 23 for 42 points also yeah. had four boards four assists yeah well you know i shouldn't say nothing because he did miss that free throw but he missed that free throw 98. the traveling call was one yeah. of his three turnovers on the night three turnovers for zach that's like right down the middle right you know right, right. <laughs> you know that's all you can ask the nights for, right? where you see a zero right. or a one you're right. like oh my god zach way oh to go god. we must have won this but then game. there's a nice one like oh that's a five that's yeah. a fiver in the turnover call i swear joey pitched the best pitches that is a perfect picture of zach levine right mm. there yeah i scored 42 but god damn it we lost score 42 we lost that's the face that's, yeah that's, that's the face right there that's how you're supposed to look is the head where's the crown listen to him y'all Listen to this man over here. Shout out to DraftKings. Don't forget that promo code CHGO when you sign up. Zach Levine, your DraftKings Sportsbook king of the game. Goose Island, y'all. Honk. Beer company. <laughs> they honk, got you honk. covered. They got you covered, man. Because when you're feeling like I am right now, you're feeling angry, all you want to do is forget it's about it after mad. it's over. You want to forget about it when it's over. And a great way to forget about it when it's over is go home and hug your loved ones, first off, foremost. And secondly, when you leave them, walk in your room, put your head in your hands, and say, you know what? I'm happy, though, because I got me some Goose Island Brew, ladies mm. and gentlemen. You see them sitting right there on your face, wonderfully displayed. Vanna White, Matt Peck, is going here showing you what it is on display. Matt, you got something to do later? I got no plans. No plans, damn it. You got that Goose Island Bulls can right there. Right there. It's delicious beer in there. 
even though I don't like them mm. right now, is delicious beer <laughs> in that can, ladies and gentlemen. The tall also, boy. the classic, can't go wrong with the tall boy. Also, the classic 312 by Goose Island. And of course, that Blackhawks one, man, I'm telling you, like that's that the Hawks most one. underrated brew here. I like that Hawks one. It's man. the most underrated one there, man. That is a delicioso. But they also got the Bourbon County Stout, the Christmas IPA, the Beer Hug, Beer Hug IPA series, the Green Line, of course, for all the fancy people, which you know I love, the Matilda. Mm. They got you covered out there, man. So Goose Island's two local locations are open and ready to welcome who? You. Grab your beer right now from their innovation tanks at the Goose Island Tap Room at 1800 West Fulton or get a smash burger and a fresh beer of the week. At the original Clybourne Brew House at 1800 North Clybourne. For reservations and pickup, go to gooseisland.com slash locations. Goose Island Beer Company, the true taste of Chicago. Mmm. Delicious. Delicious. Um, so I've seen uh, several people in the comments here, Dave, talking about the uh, journeying back to the 2020 draft class. Patrick Williams taking fourth overall. Yeah. Tyrese Halliburton somehow fell all the way to 12. Mm -hmm. And um, in case you forgot, quick rundown of Halliburton's day today, including mm -hmm. that dagger deep three to give the Pacers the win. Mm -hmm. 11 of 17, 6 of 9 from downtown. Nasty. That was one of his six threes. Nasty. Finished with 29 points. Oh, and also 11 assists. Oh, picking that Bulls defense apart. Oh Some of those passes you saw him make to his teammates Ooh. making cuts. Pretty. Just precision passing. Really Beautiful was. passing. And I, I see all these people in the comments saying, like, damn, man, Halliburton could have been a Bull. Mm -hmm. And and you look at, you know, uh, another, another game and another Pat Williams. Okay, 14 points. He did. Efficient. He was. only took six shots. That's efficient. And had 14 points. That's efficient. But I'm sorry, on a night when the Bulls got crashed on both ends of the glass, uh -huh. zero offensive rebounds, Ugh. one defensive rebound. Yuck. And I remember it, and that's not good. Mm. <laughs> and, not good. And, and for every strong possession he had on offense, he had a couple of decent takes, strong to the hoop, mm. confidently knocked down some threes tonight. Mm. For every one of those, there was a possession on offense where Pat shied away from what was absolutely in his right to do yeah. offensively. Yeah. It's like for every big Pat moment, there's a Pat shrinking moment. Mm. And, and then you see what Halliburton already is mm. for this other team that the Bulls lose to. And, it yeah, of course it makes you think about, like, damn, maybe the Bulls screwed that one up. Because mm. look at what Halliburton is and look at what Pat still isn't. Because I think you're definitely one of those. Because you were huge on, on Halliburton. I don't Loved know, Halliburton. I know I got Kevin Anderson, Bulldog Anderson, shout out to him, was huge on Halliburton as well. You guys definitely wanted some some Halliburton. I was talked into some believing Halibut. in Pat on draft night after they took him. Yeah. But I was I was low-key pissed because I wanted Halliburton. You, you wanted Halliburton. I, I thought they should have taken him at four. I thought and, he was that good. And the thing uh, of it that changed it probably was when you got Lonzo Ball. Because when you got Lonzo Ball, you're like, all right, I got a point guard that's for real like, and already experienced and all that stuff, so fine, let's run. And it looked great. But, again, who could foresee what was coming, you know what I'm saying, after that? So it just made it look worse because of the injuries of uh, Lonzo Ball. So I feel that. I'm not going to take that away from, from anybody feeling that way about Tyrese Halliburton. But, you know, he got traded. This is his second team right here. And he's thriving. He's in a very good position. You know, with these Pacers, man, because you brought in here and you're like, dude, you're the man. Remember, with Sacramento, he wasn't going to be the man. It was a choice. It was you or De'Aaron Fox. And I remember saying it then. I wanted De'Aaron because, you know, it's De'Aaron Fox, all-star De'Aaron Fox doing his damn thing. But you're in this better position because of the team that you were coming to. They didn't really have anything. Not to, And I'm not saying it's taken away from Halliburton because he's dope. He's really, truly, he showed it in Sacramento, even not being the number one guy he was showing you in Sacramento to the point. Uh, I remember people were like, what the hell is Sacramento doing? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Why are they letting this dude dope? Letting this dude go because he's really good and the future is bright for him. He came in this game, Matt, not knowing if he was going to play. Not knowing he was going to even be out there on the floor. I didn't think he and was And you saw there. a couple of plays. He was banged up yes. and, like, you know, nursing an injury, Correct. like, on the ground. Correct. And you saw him, even Patrick Beverly, try to get physical with him. 
hurt, you know what I'm saying? He limped off, you know, did all those kind of things. But I thought it was very performative because he was trying to get a little thing on him right there. It worked, you know, because when he came back out on the floor, hey, you're <laughs> feeling real good. But it's just the fact that he was injured and didn't think I didn't think he was going to play in this game. But he did. And, I mean, he came in, and not only did he play, he played 34 minutes is what he played on, on that leg. Like you mentioned, 29 and 11, 11 of 17, and you mentioned the 6 of 9, and only went to the free throw line one time. That was it. He just went one time to the free throw line, just three turnovers and stuff like that. But he was really, really great. You don't have any true defense for a great point guard when he's playing like that. I don't care how good of a defender you think you are or that you have, and I'm Caruso, Patrick Beverly are known as really good defenders. But ain't no defender for a bucket. I don't care what defense you playing. If you it's a bucket, it's a bucket. There was no defense for that shot he took to win to take that lead. There's no defense for that. That's just buckets. Period. Point blank. And Tyrese Halliburton is in a comfortable position and a great place. So I understand why Bulls fans would be upset. Like, dude, we could have had him. Could have been ours, man. I'm not one for a lot of revisionist history when it comes to drafts. Yeah. Because you never know how stuff can work out and how players can work out. And stuff like that. I'm sure people felt that way when Lowry first got here. Oh, my God, we could have had so-and-so, you know what I'm saying, ahead of him. Now how you looking? You know what I'm saying? Like, it could be that way. But I feel it, and I understand it, and it's more magnified because of how you took this ass whooping today. Yeah. And, and I think for the most part I'm with you. The, the revisionist draft history, I still think, while fully acknowledging Halliburton is already a star caliber player, mm-hmm. I it's still too early to call Pat a bust. I agree. And I'm still clinging to that. Mm-hmm. It's, he's still so freaking young. We see the glimpses, but again, it's like, uh, you know, he. So back, back to a bench role today. Who knows? Maybe, maybe Billy will throw him back into the starting lineup because Denver is a bigger team. Exactly. When, when they play Denver on Wednesday, we'll yeah. see. But like, yeah. where, where, where is Pat's? space to shine on this team right now it's just not there that's a great question um Halliburton Pacers is like hey dude yeah you 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 see his room handle the ball every possession down the floor right take as many shots as you want right sling as many dimes as you want right go go Pat does not have the same green light that Halliburton has he does not and Uh, the only time I really saw him with the green light was that Minnesota game that was that mm -hmm. was the green light for Pat Mm -hmm. not saying that if he's going to get a green light he's going to drop 30 a game that's not what I mean I'm just pointing that out to to add to my man's point right here mm-hmm. that he's making. But, yeah, man, like, you don't know. And, again, Billy Donovan's not going to be beholden, you know, to any lineup right here. He's just not. He's not going to be beholden to any lineup. And so you're going to try it out, you know what I'm saying, the best lineup you can to win. So, again, you mentioned the size of Denver. They're a big team, you know what I'm saying, but they're super skilled. So we'll see who's in there. I don't know the injury report, you know, for Denver. You know, maybe Aaron Gordon's not. I don't know. I have no idea. But we'll figure all that out later, man. But yeah, it's just it's a it's a terrible I don't want to say that word, but it's a messed up situation for the Bulls right now, you know, as far as their lineups are concerned. Cause you're not on one. And when you're a team that's trying to win or trying to be a winning team, when you don't have a sure starting five, mm-hmm. that's a goddamn problem, bro. That's a problem. You can change lineups in the playoffs. That's fine. Watch the Bulls do it in the nineties all day long. But I'm talking about that starting five of your regular season. If you're not sure and solid on that because you're not winning with that, then you've got other issues going on, man. You know the Bulls definitely have other issues going on. Just a few. Just a couple. Just a few. Just a skoosh. I mean, I, <laughs> this comment from our guy Rob definitely, to me, sums up how I feel right now. Okay. I think kind of just like the defeatist mentality of Bulls fans right now. Rob said, interesting to think what happens if the Bulls draft Halbert instead. Most likely, the Bulls fail to develop him, fans call him a bust, or he injures his knee, and the Bulls medical staff wipes him out. <laughs> right. Exactly. Have you not seen what's been going on with this we team? We can't have nice th- Speaking of which, I also saw Laura Lou ask about, like, you know, have we mentioned the Javante update yet? In case you missed that, there was a Javante update at shoot-around this morning. Let's get that one. Which was Billy basically saying... He can run in a straight line. Mm-hmm. He can't do any lateral movement or cutting. Yeah. Nowhere close. No timetable for return. Mm. So there's more good news. Hooray! There it is. Tossed right there. I miss five Javantes. I do. You know, I miss a lot of things <laughs> on this scene, but I, I definitely that's one of the things I definitely 
miss is five Javantes out there on the floor, man. Because one is just Javante Green. He's a good dude. Yeah. But at the same time, he truly did help your team a lot mm -hmm. with certain things that they needed. So you're missing him out there, but he is still not the reason why you should have lost in the Indiana Pacers. No. Period. True, truly not. Um, I believe we have a uh, super chat mark guy, AK. Here it is. Uh, by the way, I see we've got uh, around 50 likes right now. Maybe if we get to 100 likes before the end of postgame, we'll do a tankathon spin. Oh, 100 after, likes, y'all. After that loss and falling to 12th, I feel like we you have know. to do a tankathon spin. You know spin. you want to spin that wheel. But I, I'm going to need some more likes before get we do that. Get them likes up, y'all, because you know you want to spin that wheel. You know, I know Joey's dying to do it. I know <laughs> Matt wants to do it. You got to spin the wheel, ladies and gentlemen. So <laughs> get them likes up. For us right here, so we can give y'all what you want, yeah. which is that spin. Take that, that thumbs wheel. up and use it to spin the wheel. Use it to spin the wheel. Do you spin the wheel with your thumb? Hell you no. That, that doesn't make any that? sense. Like just just grab. And like, you know, yeah, yeah. Probably pointer finger. Right? Yeah, you're right. You're Flick right. Flick it down. Yeah, that's right. You know. AK super chat. Shout out to AK saying Bulls next season looks grim, strapped with contracts, lack of draft capital, lack of young player development, Vooch potentially walking, Lonzo future uncertain. Hard to see a winnable path ahead. The only part of all of that statement that I don't see as reasonable is calling Lonzo's future uncertain. That, to me, sounds generous at this point. Yeah, you're out. <laughs> Matt's out of there. Out of there. Matt's out. <laughs> He's done deal. You know what I mean? He's a done deal on that one, man. But, I'm, I mean, AK nailed it. That's the situation the Bulls are, are coming into this offseason. If, if you can't even make a play-in appearance. You got your, your books the way they are. You got essentially 20 mil in dead money with right. Lonzo if he right. doesn't come back, if Correct. he can't come back. Correct. You have very few ways to improve this roster. Yeah. The only way you can do it is through trades. Like, And so, that's, honestly, that's the only way you can really do it is giving up, you know, some of your assets here. So, I'm interested to see what, what the offseason looks like because the fact you're going in and not knowing – is interesting. I'm not going to say it's good or it's bad. I'll just say it's interesting because you don't know what they want to do or how they want to do it. So I'm interested to see how it ends up because again, like I said, you have options if you're going, because you have assets you can actually trade off. And that's why I don't think it's grim and death, you know what I'm saying, with this team because right now it's grim and death with the team that you see right here that you have. So trading off certain assets of it won't, won't hurt my feelings, you know, because what you're doing right now isn't working, you know, with this team. So that's when you make those moves as far as trades and, you know, all that stuff is concerned. But you've got to stuff, stuff to offer the people that they would want. We'll see what the Bulls want to do. And that's what I'm more interested in. What do you want to do? And do you really believe with what you have right now that you can get done what you want done? So, it's, it's just going to be interesting. I'll worry about it then. It's going to be a long off season for us to have this discussion, play in or not. It's going to be a long off season to have this discussion with y'all. And I'm honestly looking forward to talking to y'all in this off season, man. We are definitely looking to speaking to y'all. <sighs> April 9th. April 9th. Look April at him. He's ready. <laughs> Look at him, y'all. He got the date. He got not, the date. Not that I'm counting or anything. <laughs> But the Bulls' regular season finale is on April 9th. Today is March 5th. Uh -huh. We have a month and four days. He is ready. He is ready. It's almost like I heard this previously. Like, he, he is ready to go out Dude, there, man. Summer Peck is just lurking down there. <laughs> you can't wait for that tank top to come out. Okay? I want it so bad. That's what's kicking you I right now? I just bought a new tank top oh, the other day. Oh, stop it. This man is a menace. <laughs> like, my God. The tank tops every day. Do you buy so more some of these like February days that have been weirdly not yeah. February and warm, I'm yeah. like, ooh, oh. There's stuff I want to say about the wind that I refuse to say until I know I'm out of winter. I won't say anything, but I well, think my legs out will tell you how I feel. She's wearing shorts What's today. going on right now, y'all? It is March 5th, and he's wearing shorts. Got the sexiest out, baby. I know what you're here for. Summer's Come out on, today. Get you some. Get you some I, of that. I could have worn a tank top today. No, you couldn't. It was 50 degrees. It was not tank top weather, man. 50 degrees. It's shorts weather. It's not tank top. You see, I got a sweatshirt on with this. You uh, can't go tank top, Matt. No, I, I see you, you could go shorts and a sweatshirt. Right. I could go jeans and a tank top. Actually, he's not wrong. But your hat but I don't like your hat selection. I don't think your hat selection will keep you properly warm. You gotta feel you the warmth from up here too. No, if you're gonna if you're gonna wear a tank top. I, it's just because I threw it over there. <laughs> I know, I've seen it. I see it up there on the floor. <laughs> 
I'm just saying, man. I, I want you to have a stronger hat. I think you will have to wear an actual Scully just if you're going to actually keep the head warm. Yes, yeah. the head has to be warm, man. Mm-hmm. You okay. know what I mean? That's fair. I care. <laughs> I care. I don't, I don't care what the weather is. April 9th, I'm wearing a goddamn tank top to work. <laughs> Tune in April 9th, guys, because I'm very curious about what's going to go on. I'm very, very curious. About um, I mean, that, that's that's going to be the end of the Bulls season that day. Yeah, like, it will. Obviously, the Bulls have, what, 17 games left? Yeah, 17. Two back Two of back. the 10th? Two back of the 10th. Does anyone see anything that gives them reasonable belief that they're going to find their way into that 10th spot? I would say the fact that they're two games out gives me reasonable belief. That's the only thing. I can't sit here and rely on or lean on the actual play mm-hmm. of the team. I can't say that. And you know how I feel about hopes and wishes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to sit here and rely on the Wizards or or the Magic for that. Because, again, you control your own kind of destiny. So I, will, I, will, I can lean on the fact that it's two games for the Chicago Bulls back. We'll see how – what it is after tonight, you know, when the Wizards uh, play their game tonight, we'll see. I forget who they play. Uh, is it the Hawks or um, I the think they just Pistons? played the Hawks. Uh, they play the Bucks tonight. The Bucks. Oh, well. Going to get worked. Okay. <laughs> so, then, yeah. Worked. Yeah, that could be a thing. So, let's just say, you know, let's just pencil that in, you know what I'm saying, as – as an L right there, but maybe the Bucks sit a lot of players. You know, who knows? Maybe they, they sit a lot of players. Just played a, a tough game you yeah. know, the other day. So maybe they sit some guys. Maybe who knows? Holiday and or Middleton. Right. Aging right. vets who've had nagging injuries throughout the season yet again. Right, you know. right, right. Exactly. So we, we Giannis don't has been battling a couple different net you know, minor injuries it's recently. True. But they are a very deep team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Having Ingles getting crowder as well. Oh, uh, Bulls played them shorthanded recently and got yeah. worked. And got worked. And now they have Dragic. They they went and got Gordon Dragic on their squad. Shout out to Dragic, you know, for, for getting on the team. So yeah, we'll see what that looks like. But I'm I'm thinking mm-hmm. the Bucks will win that game. So it'll still be a game and a half, in my opinion, you know, going into Wednesday. But they have another they have two more games between now and Wednesday. I'm talking about the Wizards. They have two more games between now and Wednesday. But now, since you took this L, it doesn't matter because you got to worry about what the Pacers are going to do and you got to worry about what the Magic are going to do. So now it doesn't – that's why this loss was so dumb. to play the Nuggets on Wednesday. (laughs) Don't look good. Ain't good looking, man. I might put money on the Bulls losing that by 30. I honestly might. It ain't looking good, all right? It ain't looking right, man. It ain't – it ain't looking right. It ain't. That's all I'm saying, man. It ain't looking like, like it doesn't. It doesn't. Rob said, get those lights up. We got to do a tankathon before Kyle has a stroke. The uh, the fake Kyle Williams hanging out in the chat. Very. Hey, upset. Kyle Williams hanging out. Uh, I think Will just jumped in. So uh, yeah, let's, let's get to these ad. Yeah, crush yeah, out yeah, these yeah. ad reads, and then we'll bring in Will to go Gottlieb. Sure, sure, sure. Absolutely. Big Dave. What do we got? Spathis. What time is it? Game time. Who? The hottest new ticket site that makes it easy and able to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. Everything to sit in the seats are never good for the yard line. Call tab behind on playful seats of the concert. It's all possible with the game time app. Because last minute price drops can be found in the seats you thought that you can never ever buy because you won't find better deals this season to see the Chicago Balls. Created by the fans and for the fans, just like here at CHGO. And it guarantees you, your beautiful, sexy, wonderful self out there, the lowest price available. So, if you love CHGO, and we know you do, then you'll love Game Time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description, and then you can join the 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. Because my pet, what time is it? Game Time who? Bullsuck poo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, today's episode of Post Game also brought to you by our friends at Comed. Comed Energy Efficiency Program committed to helping families and businesses in the communities they serve manage energy usage and lower those energy bills now and into the future. Comed offers a wide array of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, and public sector. 
large sector customers mm-hmm. of all sizes across their territory. Yeah. Customers can inquire about how to upgrade outdated lighting to energy and money the money saving efficient LED lights. LED. Learn more about network lighting hey. to operate your lights through your mobile device and track your facility's energy usage and more. Incentives recently increased for indoor outdoor lighting. Network lighting controls making these projects even more cost effective than before. Mm. So here's what you do: visit comed.com slash powering biz that's b-i-z start saving money and energy to start a project contact them 1-855-433-2700 that's 1-855-433-2700 for more information email business ee at comed.com or public sector ee at comed.com mm. save that monergy monergy I, I just invented a new word. Hey, money gotta save the monergy and energy. Save that monergy. Save that monergy, y'all. Got to do it. Peck, mm. is, a, Peck is a clever, clever man. Mm. Monergy. Um. That's what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. That's why he's the MVP. Mm-hmm. Right. That's why he's the goat. The what? The mm-hmm. goat. Mm-hmm. Here That's he is. Him. Will the Goat Golly checking in on the Goat Talk hotline from the United Center. Follow him on Twitter at Will underscore Gottlieb. Um, Will, I have officially announced that as of this loss, I am all aboard the tank. Lose the remaining 17. Choo-choo. Get creative, but maybe you don't need to be all that creative because you had a you know 60-plus point combined effort from Zach and Damar, and, and you lose. Um, what to you was the biggest story of the the Bulls losing this game despite shooting very well? I think that was kind of it. It was like this team has struggled so much offensively over this stretch where they've been defending at a league best level, and then all of a sudden you start putting up big points in these last two games here. Um, I mean, they shot 60% from the field, and they still just couldn't get over the hump. So – you know, this is a game where if you're shooting 60, 45, almost 90% shooting splits, um, the I think the three-point volume still needs to be a little bit higher. Uh, they need to finish possessions on the defensive glass. That's been a theme over these past couple games. But, man, especially when Zach Levine is going off like that, it's just like, what what do you need to do to get these wins? It's It's like almost kind of incredible. What was the mood in, in the locker room after this one? I'm, I'm very curious about that. I think it was kind of as you'd expect. Um, we walked in and actually Damar had pulled Io, Kobe, and Patrick aside and was kind of talking to them about something. Um, and so when we talked to Damar, we asked him about that. And he was saying, like, just understanding in the moment in those situations, mental errors, what needs to happen, what needs to take place, keeping everybody on the same page. So it was a cool te- teaching moment that we walked into, but um it's another loss i mean guys aren't happy they know where they are in the standings they know how much work they have to do if they want to get to the play-in and it's with every game it's just a, a, that much harder and so they all feel it they know and it's i think it's way um i i noticed that caruso left the bench uh, maybe went to the locker room and missed most of the second half. He did come back in late in the fourth quarter. Did uh, Billy offer any kind of update about that, or did Alex talk to the media after the game? Is he okay? No update from him. He ended up coming back into the game, so it was kind of a, uh, I guess, like a non-question, but uh, perhaps something to follow up on. There was kind of a, a guess that maybe he just like got something retaped or something like that, had to go to the bathroom, who knows, but... He was back out there, so it didn't seem like it was that dire of a situation. Oh, man. Uh, Will, I watched uh, Andre Drummond not come in the game because he had a nose ring in. Uh, <laughs> and, that, and that made me laugh. And I immediately turned to Matt and said, those are the things that keep you from being a winning team. Like, I don't see winning teams, like, doing those kind of things uh, for the Bulls. Can you tell me on a more technical term what's keeping them from that? Because I can look at that stuff, you know, those little kind of things. But can you tell me as far as on the court, what's keeping them? And I understand the three-point shooting. I understand offensive and stuff like that. But is there anything more specific that maybe we aren't seeing that's keeping them from getting that? Because you just mentioned when you're shooting 60% from the field and you're still not getting a victory out here, there's clearly something missing. Yeah, for me, I mean, you mentioned the offensive rebounding. You mentioned the three-point shooting. Like, we talk about these issues because they – they continue to rear their heads. And I think what's interesting 
about these last few games in particular is, you know, just last week I wrote a story about how the Bulls have been able to be this elite defense despite giving up a lot of threes because they're so good at defensive rebounding, because they're so good at defending in transition. Um, and then all of a sudden you play this Raptors team who just crashes the glass, and then you play the Suns team where your rotations have to be such that Vooch or Drummond or whoever's the center has to get out and, you know, contest shots on the wing. And it was kind of the same thing today. Like their, their strengths have just become a weakness in these past couple of games. And it's, mm. it's really strange because that, that sort of doubling down on the things that they're really good at has allowed them to stay at a certain level. But then when they give that up to try to, you know, compete against a different style of team, it just, it takes away one of their major strengths and then it becomes a lot harder to, to survive that way. Um, and, and you end up relying on Zach to score 42 points. And like, you know, if he's not playing one of his best offensive performances this year, maybe of like his entire time with the bulls, then you're just not in that game. So um, you're just, you're having to rely on different things with each game. And it's hard to build an identity when you have to rely on Zach Levine shooting one night and DeMar DeRozan shooting another night. And, offensive rebounding the next night and then you know getting out in rotations and doubling the mid post so it's just I think it's become very difficult for them to know what what strengths to play to on any given night speaking of finding that identity will this is a team that has introduced a new piece and not only a new piece but a piece that's been inserted into the starting lineup you've had Patrick Williams getting sent to the bench in favor of Alex Caruso then put back in the starting lineup against Phoenix to guard KD. Back to the bench today. We talked about his game, some good, some bad, 14 points on, on limited number of shots. Um, do you see it as a, an additional and maybe unnecessary challenge of trying desperately in the final 18 games of the season to find that identity if Billy continues to play tinker with his starting lineup and the back end of his rotation. That's interesting. I think for some reason, no, with regards to that starting power forward spot, like those guys just bring something different to the game. And so you're, you know, playing a longer team with a Kevin Durant, you want to insert some length in, you want to insert some strength in to sort of push him off his spots. Maybe go with Patrick. You're playing against a team like today, they went with Derek Jones Jr. at the five in those second groups, just because, the, the Pacers weren't overly big and, and they kind of needed to try to put a spark into the game somehow. So I think when it comes to like those back end rotation minutes, I, it doesn't really feel like it's that big of a deal as much as like having like a fundamental shift in what you're, you know, how you're going to score that night or how you're going to defend that night. Um, I think for Patrick, he looked really good to me too. I thought he was really decisive today. I think that's been a problem for him where he catches the ball and either puts it up right away or attacks the glass, attacks the uh, the rim. That's how he needs to play. Um, there, there are some times where he kind of does his little stutter step dribble, his little jitterbug, and then he'll get into trouble. Um, but I thought today he kind of just skipped that all together and just got right to the rim, drew a foul, tried to dunk on Isaiah Jackson, which is a bold move, but he, he got to the line. Um, I thought he played really well. And Caruso obviously is going to give you absolutely elite defense. So you just kind of have to pick your spots there if you're Billy. And that's also going to be a matchup dependent thing. I think for me, it's more, what are we going to rely on to be our driving force defensively tonight? What are we going to rely on to be our driving force offensively scoring the ball tonight? And when you have nights where you put up, you know, 98 against the wizards or whatever it was, and then you have nights where you put up 122, it's just like a pretty big departure and, and sort of hard to bet on one thing any given night. Oh, Will, and also we are 15 likes away from actually getting a spin, guys. So just 15 more likes. Come on, baby. We'll get you that lotto spin going in, man. We got it going on. Let's get it. But uh, You know Will wants a spin. Oh, you know Will wants the spin. Are you kidding me? Give that man the spin. Give the goat what the goat wants. Oh, uh, Will, are the Bulls just simply predictable? Because it feels like going into these games, like, and I'm thinking of the Toronto game when I'm when I'm saying this, like they immediately know how to defend you, they immediately know how to stop you, they immediately know what to do. You know, you get Demar Derozan on the double team, and then there's no adjustment. You know, there's no change. And not saying there's an easy one to make because again, you have no three point shooting or anything like that. But is it just that teams just are like we know what exactly what the Bulls are gonna do? 
I think they have become a bit predictable at times. I think they're trying to move away from that. And that's sort of been like the, the whole randomness thing that they tried to incorporate earlier on in the year. I actually think sort of contrary to what, you know, might be a lot of people's opinion about this team is that they're playing a lot more fluidly on offense these last few days, last few weeks, because I think the balance between Zach and Damar has been a lot better in terms of not just putting the ball in Damar's hand at the elbow and letting the offense go through him, but playing a lot, just sort of balancing it out a little bit more evenly. So um, I think that's why they were able to score a lot tonight. I think it's why they struggled in, in games past. I think it's, yeah, it's like this runs thing that they're just not able to shut off defensively, you know, for as good as they can be defensive rebounding or just getting stops in general. Like they have these moments where a team will get three offensive rebounds on a play and then they'll finally get a bucket. Um, the Bulls will call a timeout. And there was, I think, two straight possessions. One, they turned it over out of bounds and then they got an offensive foul on the next play coming out of a timeout after like a 10-0 run or something like that. So they just have to execute better. And I think when they get into those moments, it's really hard to get reset and just like settle down when you continue to make mistakes. Billy kind of said the same thing after the game. It's just like there were there were chances where they could have just executed a little bit better. I think that might have changed the outcome. Uh, gentlemen, uh, we do have a super chat from our guy Manuel. Five likes. Ever the optimist. I think this might be the final nail in the coffin. Oh, Manuel said, hey, guys, Matt, good to see you. I don't know anymore. I guess get ready for Cubs season. I guess you can say I don't care anymore. Oh. If Manuel oh. has given up. Oh, you went for Manuel. I think that means we're done. How dare you? I think that means we're done. And I'm a White Sox fan. But how dare you? How dare you come for Manuel and his positivity? I'm a little upset at that because you're right. He's always the one because he's on the other level of, of me. Like, I know when to stop. Manuel don't. Manuel's like, nope, we're winning. We're going to be doing these things. Manuel's going all in, man, and we love him for that. So if you come for that man's optimism, you came for, for, for Tiny Tim. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what you came for? You came for my man on the crutches, believing Christmas and good and Mr. Scrooge? How dare you? How dare you, Bulls? I'm a little upset, Will. I'm a little upset, man. It should be. Uh, Will, do you know, are, are the Bulls going to have a practice tomorrow before flying to Denver? They've got uh, Monday, Tuesday off before that Nuggets game Wednesday. There's no practice tomorrow. They will practice before they fly on Tuesday, get acclimated there in Denver in the altitude, and then play Wednesday night. I think they'll be back um, either after the game or the next morning. Well, right. I mean, if you're Billy, what do you say to this team at that practice on Tuesday? Like... I, I'm clearly they are stubborn and competitive in the sense that they're they're not sitting here like I'm sitting here saying you know f it lose the ne lose the next 17 try to keep that top four pick that's clearly in the team's best interest moving forward it's not in their best interest to tr try to fight for 10th but that's what they're going to do so yeah, there's I'm, no way that's these guys are just I mean competitors at the very highest level like that's just not something that they, that would even occur to them you know they're not playing right. for lottery odds as 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 we might be so um they will continue to to fight and claw and try to figure this thing out obviously i think it gets harder and harder the more you go through this the more losses that you that you take um and, and the further you fall in the standings i mean this is, i'm sure you guys talked about it right this is a huge game for the playing yeah. implications as far as yeah. where they lie in the standings as far as tiebreakers um, now falling behind the Pacers who have beat them three times a season. They feel that. But again, they have pride. They know how much talent they have on, the, on this team. And they do have enough talent on this team to be in the plan. But for whatever reason, something's not clicking. And I think that's a really tough thing to figure out. Like People ask me, what do I think? I mean, Billy can't figure it out. If, if the players can't figure it out, like I don't know what I'm supposed to do. It's just a really <laughs> difficult situation and i but i don't think they're anywhere close to giving up on that uh all right what we uh we hit 100 likes that means uh uh will if you want to stick around we're, we're gonna do a little tankathon spin right now because you know i do what what do we have to lose what well, we got and to lose we know that i do and we know <laughs> that you do you know what you got to lose joey did not know that we do yesterday <laughs> he did or not Friday. he did not 
He did. He got, he got the rebound. He just later. knew it a little late. He got the rebound later, though. He got the rebound. <laughs> uh, Joey, do we have the tankathon pulled up? Let's do some spinning. Spinning. Tankathon. This is so sad. I thought we were done. I thought with we this. were done with this shit. <laughs> here we Spending are. All right. Evening. All right. Here we go. Spinning Spin the tankathon wheel. Here we go, baby. Yay! Hey, number two. Scoot. Listen, scoot, scoot, scoot. We are three and zero oh on the spins, man. That's what I'm talking We're about. Three and zero. Oh. Scoot, three and zero. Oh. Scoot, 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 scoot. Uh, scoot. I, I feel like this is a signal. That's incredibly exciting and encouraging. Should we email AK and let him know that we are three for three on our tankathon spins, and that they should, you know, just say screw it. Injury management. <laughs> Demar is old and tired. I, this was my take two two nights ago after post game on Friday. It was. I this said, was Zoe's take. I said 0 for eighteen. That's I'm what okay, he said. I'm okay with it. That's I. You know, and it's it was because yeah, we've seen enough to know that games mm-hmm. like today were going to continue to happen, and this is like they are who we thought they were. They might get it on their own. You don't and even we have let them off the hook. <laughs> don't even have the tank, man. They're gonna get it on their own. <laughs> Our guy Mark K just, Pacers. just said Scoot's knees immediately explode on lottery night if the Bulls land the number two pick. <laughs> it is crazy that. still to me that oh. they are in this position. Yeah. That we're spinning the thing and, and they are conceivably ending in the top four with the roster that they have. It's just it's that part is still wild. Baffling. Like Will Those said, odds are looking a hell no of answer. a lot better than playoff odds at Baffling this point. and sad, ladies and gents. Um, everybody, make sure you are reading everything Will the Goat Golly writes for us at allthingsgo.com, uh, including his thoughts on today's loss. Uh, make sure you are following him on Twitter as well, Will underscore Gottlieb. Big Dave is at BowBWL Sports. Joey, follow him. Wow, in your face. Joey 1K, at Joey Spath is I'm Bulls underscore Peck. We are CHO underscore Bulls. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Bulls are off. We will be here doing a show in studio at 5.30 p.m. Central Time. Yeah. Will, are you going to be here tomorrow with us? I sure will. The go! The go! Appreciate the likes. Appreciate the super chats. Appreciate the love. Appreciate you tuning in. As always, Bulls Nation, hit that thumbs up on your way out if you haven't already. Make sure you are subscribed to CSGO Sports' YouTube channel. New stuff. 26K and climbing. On the way. Boom. On the way. Talk to you all tomorrow. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. For Joey, the GOAT, Big Dave, Peck, appreciate you. See you, Red Be Good. Peace.